Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. This is your girl. Y'all already know your host to bring you the most fabulous freedom. I just tell you, it's just such a beautiful thing to connect in the spirit. I've been communing in the spirit. And I want to share with you what the spirit has said. It said, if you don't have any prayer, you don't have no power. If you don't have any praise, you don't have no passion. If you don't have any purpose, then you don't even understand your platform. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. For every purpose, there's a platform. For every prayer, there's a need for power. And for every praise, there needs to be some passion. You got to have some passion to praise. You need some power for prayer. And you definitely need a platform for purpose. And your platform don't have to be no stage. It don't have to be on no TV, no radio, no nothing. But if you understand your platform is your assignment. And whatever your assignment is, that's what God wants us to be about our business and taking care of. So oftentimes, when we look at the power in praying, we don't even recognize and realize that in order for that prayer to have that power, it has to come from an effectual, fervent place. Listen to me. I know how to pray. I understood the power of prayer. Some of y'all heard my testimony from nine years old. But one thing I also learned about the power of prayer is that you need to have a certain conduct in your character for your prayer to have the effectual power. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So when I was out there in what I call my rattlesnake days, now don't get me wrong, I pray every day. I pray at night. But I knew that when it came to certain things in my life, well, I needed some effectual fervent prayers. I called my cousins. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had two cousins that were saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And so when I, when I found myself needing that power, in the prayer. See, I prayed and I just asked God to keep me and cover me, protect me and shield me, give me longevity to get it right. But until I got it all right, and when I say right, meaning right to the place that I rather obey God than anything else in this world. Hello. And see, before I, I didn't walk this away. And, and and so when I knew I wasn't walking the walk, I had to call on some prayer warriors that I know who was. And that I knew they could reach a, a, a realm in the heavens. See, because what some people don't understand, there are levels of heaven. There are levels of spiritual realms. And so my prayers 
didn't go to the level that theirs would go to because I was I still had a boyfriend that I was laying and playing with. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I still was doing some things, you know, what I know the Bible instructs us not to do. You know, when 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 when, when I was still committing fundication, I, I was still telling lies and fanning flies. I'm just saying. I had some little spirits of covet on some things, but you know, I ain't never been jealous, so covet ain't never been much of my forte. But every now and then, I might see something, and I may want it, but I don't want it because somebody else got it. But then I didn't want it until I saw them with it, because before then, I might didn't recognize it. But the thing is, and then I didn't always, I didn't always remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So when I hold microscope up, and, and I always do that with the Ten Commandments, and that used to be my checklist, you know, to know where I stand with God. And so, so when I knew that I couldn't check off all 10, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I had to call on some people who I knew who could. Oh, God, help me today. So, so when I talk to you about the power of prayer, it's important to understand. Don't, don't listen. Don't get, don't get it twisted. See, because I'm going to tell you, that's what helped me make it to the place that I am. I knew how to call on somebody who prayers had some power. Or I hope somebody grabbed this. But you got some people who be like, I can pray for myself. Yes, you can. And I could pray for myself too. But the thing is, are they reaching that rim where you need something to happen effectively. See, what the Word of God says is that the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And so when you got connections with people who can check, they checklist off them Ten Commandments and, 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 and know for sure, I don't, I don't commit any of these in the, in, in the wrong way. All of my Ten Commandments is, a, is, is line upon line, precept upon precept, and I'm obedient to the requests and the rules that God has enclosed in these Ten Commandments. And when you can wake up every day and check those Ten Commandments and say, listen, I'm not guilty of anything that I shouldn't do. Oh, I hope somebody heard me. And so for that cause, that's how your prayers become powerful. Now, how your praise goes into your passion is you got to love that praise. You got some people, they have a passion for praising. And then you got some people that got a praise because of the passion. And see, them the people that I connect with. Because listen to me. You don't have to hold a tune. See, some people get caught up in, in, in when people give a praise song or, or, or they talking and, and hyping people up that they think they got to be on a certain accord, you know, like in a choir. They got to be on one accord. They got to be in harmony. They got to be in sync. But let me enlighten you. When God is in the midst uh, and if the passion pushes your praise, then let me tell you something. It becomes a sweet smelling aroma in the nostrils of God. 
Because you got some people that they can praise and sing and be in harmony. And listen to me, they got more evil and hatred in their heart than the devil himself. I'm just saying, hello. So you want to have the passion that goes with the praise. That whatever you're singing about, whatever you're talking about, you're sincere, and that thing means something to you. It's not just exercise for entertainment. Hello. Because you got some people that do that. They just sing and dance and talk and walk for entertainment. And there's no passion in that praise. But oh, when you got passion because of your praise, let me tell you something. God is pleased. Because that's what God wants. He wants us to have a sincere compassion. That's how we have the mind of Christ. That's where the passion of Christ comes from. Because Christ carried the passion. And even though he praised his father. And he let people know I'm about my father's business. He still carried that passion. And so now that we we got that understanding, the power of prayer, the praise and your passion, and then your platform for your purpose. Listen to me. There's no greater thing to understand than your purpose. Because when you tap into understanding your purpose, You will live your life on purpose. And every day will be about purpose. And when you're in your platform for your purpose, you don't have time to be petty. Hello. You don't have time to be be pouting. Hello. You don't have time for that. See, you know what pouting people do? They murmur and complain. You know what petty people do? They be busy bodies and naysayers. But when you on purpose on your platform, you don't have time for that. Let me tell you, I've been busy all day, all by myself. And I was sharing, you know, some, some, some while back with a spiritual brother of mine. And we was talking and he was, you know, talking about people who don't work and and women, you know, and being home and women who should work because they be home and don't do nothing. And I and I assured him, I said, but see, that's not me, because every day I wake up and I be on purpose and in purpose. That means I got something planned to do. And I hope and pray that I live and breathe and God grant me the strength to be able to do the things that I'm in purpose to do. And that be my prayer. Lord, give me my life, my health, and my strength so I can be in purpose and on purpose on my platform, whatever it may be. It could be switching in the kitchen. It could be going down the street to the cancer center and taking something to donate. It could be praying with somebody. It could be coaching somebody. But it still is in purpose. That's why this year I'm 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 real firm about that petty stuff. I, I'm I'm not entertaining petty because I'm too I'm too engaged in purpose. Oh, I hope somebody grab this. Now listen to me. Let me just share this with you before I put a pen in the podcast. 
I am now in day, I kick-started the 15th, today is the 17th. The 15th, I'm doing three chapters a day in the book of Matthew in order to complete in the first 10 days on my 40-day journey with Jesus. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. And I actually, today, by the leadership of the Holy Spirit, I completed a journal. Because as I started, I said, oh, my God, this is my fifth year. I had to sit back, go back and research. And I said, I can't, I, I don't know why. I Because I, I started writing. And so the Holy Spirit said, now, you got journals. You should make a journal for your 40-day journey with Jesus. I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit instructed me, orchestrated me. I got that complete early this morning. And I got it assigned to an ISBN, which is an identifier, uh, a code for your book. You know, normally I've been launching them free uh, through Amazon. But I want to be able to release this 40-day journey with Jesus because this is an ongoing journey. This is a journey that as long as I live, I've committed to doing every year during Lent season. And not just me. There are many people when I studied on Lent, there are at least seven different religious denominations that all practice Lent. And Lent is a 40 day. But listen, this is how I know the Holy Spirit will minister to you. Because when I first started this, I didn't even tap in and tune in to Lent. I just knew that I was dealing with some things. And the Bible and, and, and the Bible had scriptures to help me know what to do and how to do them. And so this is what happened. I was in prayer. Y'all got to grab this. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And I was praying about some situations of other people's conduct and character. I was dealing with some things back then. And I was dealing with a person in particular who would get in their feelings and hang up. So I kept dealing with, I mean, it was real hard with that. Yeah, sometimes it'll be not as often as other times. Then there were other people that I was dealing with. And, and they was getting in their feelings. And it was a lot of folk getting in their feelings and hanging up their telephone. So this was like in 2019, right? <laughs> and so I took this thing to God in prayer. And I said, God, what is wrong with these people and their conduct and their character? So the Holy Spirit gave me an answer. You know, that's what it do. It teaches, lead, and guides you to all truth. And it said, I'm going to tell you, the problem is because people don't have the mind of Christ. Because once you adopt that mind of Christ, you won't need to act like that anymore. And that's what the Spirit started dealing with me on coaching and mentoring people to have the mind of Christ. And I and I took it from the scripture and emphasized, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. And I will make a point to uh, drop that uh, in the description box in this podcast. And so once I began to do that, so this is what the Holy Spirit says. So what you do, you start a Bible study for 40-day journey 
with studying the mind of Christ. You study the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And that's how it started. And it started kind of near the end of January, middle to the end of January for the first couple of years. And then last year, because I got late in starting, and, 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 and that's because I had a loved one to transition in January. And so then I, I got late started, and I didn't start to kind of like February. And that's when God allowed the Holy Spirit to, to teach me to connect it with Lent and move forward to do this 40-day journey in Lent season. And so it just connected and it just clicked. And see, this is why y'all may not understand why I get so excited in God. Listen, it's another book I was working on and I finished it up today and launched it and got it assigned and all that. And and this is the amazing thing. When I went back to just kind of brush through the book, I noticed that every chapter landed on the right side of the page. And I said, mm, I didn't plan it and I didn't purpose it, but it it, it it aligned that way. And you know what I sat there and did? I thank God. Because I said, look how the Holy Spirit, it taught me, it guided me and had me to synchronize the, the, the pages of each, the beginning of each chapter to the right side because that's the way I wanted it. But I didn't sit there and count and know how it was going to land that way. But that's what the Holy Spirit will do when you acknowledge God in all your ways and he direct your path. This is why I want to keep people in in in. in a place with understanding. Put God first. Put God before any person, any place, and anything. And let him order your steps, who to connect with, who to disconnect with, who to who to who to who to be able to, to know and show. Because everybody, you you get to know, you can't show. Some people will take what you're doing and they'll run with it. They'll, they'll actually steal your vision. Yes, they will. You share the vision, they'll take it and run with it. Now, they can't steal your dream. Oh, God, help me today. See, now, that's the thing about a dream. People, let me tell you something. People may take your vision, but they can't steal your dream. When you think about Joseph, oh, God, help me today. Joseph was a dreamer. No matter what, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, he was put in a pit. He was put in Potiphar's house where he was falsely accused and put in prison. But the dream still manifests when he got to the palace. So no matter what he said to his brothers, because that's who he told his dreams to. And they was just straight envy. And so what they did, let me tell you, that's why I'm telling y'all, you will learn and find out you got some kin folks that'll throw you in a pit, honey. They don't care. They, they can see the anointing on your life. You need to think that Joseph brothers didn't see the anointing that rested upon his life. So what did they do? That's why you got to be careful sometimes with people who kin folks. I call them kin folks because to me they ain't family. They try to make sure that they disconnect you. That's what they did with Joseph. They tried all they could to disconnect Joseph. From his own family, you and him and I. Because they knew that there was a calling 
on his life. And they knew that that they daddy favored Joseph because he was gifted. And sometimes when you got a parent that can see a gift in a child, and that calling, let me tell you something, it'll make them other siblings, oh God, help me today. I'm just talking about Joseph, made them just right mad. I'm talking about angry, bitter, hateful, envy, and jealous. And they plotted and planned what they could do to hurt him. But in spite of whatever they tried, they, they were so dumb, dumb, da, dumb, dumb. They didn't realize the hand of God was way bigger than any plot and plan that they can come up with. And so what God ended up doing, he allowed Joseph's dream to manifest. And when they realized it and recognized it, fear, the Bible say, fell upon them because they had to go back to that same brother in order to survive. There was a famine in the land. That's why I tell people, be careful how you mistreat folks. Because you don't ever know what's going to come. God will allow to come on this earth to place people in a position that them same people that you throw under the bus and in the pit, you will need them. And see, thank God, Joseph. That, see, that's why God know who to trust and give the dreams to. Because thank God, Joseph, his heart was built to the point that he still didn't be a blessing to him. See, because see, God can't trust everybody like that. Some people, they'll get so bitter, they won't do nothing else for you. And see, that's why God don't bless people like that. And in, 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 I'm telling you. In magnetic ways. Everybody get blessed. But everybody not blessed magnetically. You know what that means? That means that you pretty much live your life under favor. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to stress yourself. You don't have to bow down. People will still give unto your bosom. I'm just saying. That's what God will allow to people who keep their heart from being bitter. So in spite of how they tr- mistreated Joseph, when it was time to give them some food and Joseph recognized them, he still filled their bags with food. He was in such a control and authority. He could have told them, don't give them nothing. They threw me in a pit and left me there to die. That's what they did. And he could have told them, don't give him nothing. But instead, now he set him up, though. He set him up because he wanted to find something out. But he still blessed him. He blessed him with plenty of food. And again, just like I say, it's some people, they won't bless you with nothing when they get in their feelings. They won't bless you with a how you do. I'm just saying. They, they won't even give you the courtesy to speak, let alone to f- load your ho- horses and, 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 and with some food. I'm just saying, hello. But that's why it's such a beautiful thing to know and understand God. And when you do one thing about God, see, he knows everybody's heart. He knows them people who got them cruel hearts. 
God already know. <laughs> and oftentimes, listen, it reflects in their life. I'm telling you. They people, they go through, and if they ain't going through, they ride another folk coattail. It's people who, you. I'm telling you, if you look at their lives. Let me tell y'all something. Some people don't have a lot because they don't desire a lot. They just reach the place where they feel that all of it is vanity and vexation. And then there are people who desire a lot and they can't even get a lot. And those are the people who really should examine their ways. Let me tell you something. By the time I was 43 years old, I had had two houses lease purchased under contract. I had bought several cars from the dealership. And I had had plenty of credit. And it wasn't because I worked hard. Because I did. It was because of God's favor. And I give him all the credit. I give him all the glory. And I give him all the honor. And I tell you, I believe. And just like I say, because God knows everybody's heart. And when God knows a person's heart and sees their heart. And he knows the people who are going to be forgiving who's going to be loving, who's going to be kind, in spite of how people have mistreated them, in spite of how people have said all manner of evil against them. But God still knows what they're willing and able to do. And for that cause, you'll notice some people, they get blessed beyond measures. Some of them, they don't even have to go to college to obtain. I got a cousin real quick. I'm going to say this and put a pen in the podcast. She said she had a sixth grade education. But yet God blessed her with a house that sat on 17 acres of land. God blessed her to have two cars in her yard pretty much at all times when she got that 17 acres of land. And she didn't even have to pay a car note. She didn't have to pay the car insurance. I'm just saying, God blessed her with nice furniture in her house. God blessed her with credit uh, uh, to buy all kind of nice things and a sixth grade education. But you know what? Her heart. See, and that's what counts. Do you have a clean heart? A good heart, a right heart. Because if you do, you can get a lot of things and be blessed in many ways. And you don't even have to have a lot of money. The Bible said that God will bless us with houses and land we didn't even have to build. I'm just saying. And he does that. I'm telling you. People are blessed to live in nice places. And they, and they, and they have been blessed with the favor from God in programs and different things. Why? Because their heart is forgiving and they don't hold and harbor anything to try to hurt nobody or harm nobody. It's never with intent or with malice or greed or need to hurt anybody. So listen to me. On this podcast message, if you walk away with nothing but knowing 
Allow your prayer to have power. Your praise to be filled with passion. Your purpose to be your platform. And continue to ask God every day to create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit. And that you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And on that note, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your life. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload. May God continuous blessings flow over your life and download into you words that will change, change everything for your good. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. Signing off. Fabulous Frida. God bless and bye for now.